Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Okay, we'll go in three, two, one. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Common Sense Show. We are really glad to be with you. We are the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And uh, we're tackling the tough and critical issues of the day as we attempt to take back our republic on a number of fronts. We know the left controls virtually every institution, so we got our work cut out for us. we got to raise awareness, so we ask that you share this broadcast, whether it be podcast you're listening to or on our radio networks. It's digital, so you can share it, and please do so, because we need the sound of marching feet going forward. We have a great guest for you today, Dr. Eric Naputi, and he's had a huge run-in with the government because he's trying to bring you medically correct information, much like what we've covered before with Tom Renz and the frontline doctors and so forth. Uh, there's, Like I said, we've gone from science to the dark ages, and it's very distressing to me as someone who used to teach statistics and research at the university level. It's, it's sad to see how we've declined, but we're going to join Dr. Excuse me, Dr. Eric, in just a moment. Ladies and gentlemen, we are brought to you by the best storable food company in the world. And uh, here's what we're saying, because we're headed for an economic calamity. Food, water, guns, gold, ammo, natural medicine, and tools. And it all starts with food. Do you have enough food? Do you have storable food? Do you have it at a cheap price? Is it reliable? Well, My Patriot Supply is the best there is. You can get the details to all those questions at foodwithdave.com. That's foodwithdave.com. And I don't know how much longer the supply chain is going to be going. I mean, the railroad workers are making noises again. Uh, diesel fuel, well, okay, you get the idea. So, foodwithdave.com. Additionally, if you if we lose power, and this is a real possibility of roving blackouts, it goes on for any length of time, you'll have to scavenge and filter your own water. Do you have water filtration? If you do, great. If you don't, the best in the business is, <coughs> excuse me, uh, the very best in the business is uh, the Alexa Pure Pro water filter. And that Alexa Pure Pro water filter is fantastic because it's number one in the industry. They publish their research, and you can get it very, very inexpensively right now. Go to waterwithdave.com. Those are the two sponsors that we have for this particular show. Uh, Dr. Eric Naputi has, I'm going to let him describe the problem, but uh, he's a reputable doctor. He has uh, uh, tried to help people, and uh, for his efforts, the federal government is saying, we don't care about the science. We don't even care if you're wrong. We're going to shut you up because you're interfering in uh, other people's ability to make money. Eric, welcome to the show. Did we characterize that uh, properly? Well, I would say that, yeah, we're getting in the ballpark, Dave, and, and I appreciate the opportunity to, to be on with you and all with your viewers to talk to them about, you know, what's going on and, and where we're at and where we're going. And, 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 Dave, I'll tell you this. Look, I've been a practicing doctor for 20 years, a uh, private practicing doctor, not owned by corporate medicine. Uh, I've, I've had 13 of my own practices. I, I, I'm a doctor of chiropractic, a primary care provider, a doctor of natural medicine, we formulate nutritional products. I teach doctors how to help their patients. And I don't tell you that to impress you, but to impress upon you that my uh, my opinions and, and how we take care of people is different than corporate medicine. And you're right. When, when 2020 hit America and uh, the mainstream medical uh, practitioners out there said, look, there's nothing that can be done for COVID. Remember when we got, we got uh, uh, COVID, you know, we get a diagnosis in 2020. Uh, they said, go home, take some Tylenol. Uh, if your lips turn blue, go to the hospital and get put on a ventilator and take remdesivir. It's the worst thing you could do. <laughs> so, so we made a recommendation because we've been taking care of coronaviruses in the past. 
Uh, and we've used, by the way, government-funded studies for our data and research uh, that shows that high-dose vitamin D, zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, and other lifestyle changes can help people deal with symptoms, sickness, and disease. And you're right. The federal government sued me uh, for violating a law that nobody had ever heard of called the COVID Consumer Protection Act. And the FTC said that I violated this law 12,555,000 times at a tune of $42,000 per violation. Uh, they have uh, potentially uh, violations of half a trillion dollars against me, who's just a you know little doctor in central Missouri trying to help people uh, be healthy. And, and, and Dave, it's, when, when you hear this whole story, and I've told this story thousands of times across the globe now on media, when people really hear what happened, I'm the epitome of why doctors do not stand up against tyranny, but... I'm standing up. I'm standing in the gap. We literally are inches away from the goal line, uh, and we're going to win this thing, and it's going to be a huge win not just for me, but for we the people, for natural medicine, for the doctor-patient relationship, and we're going to force big government out of uh, the doctor-patient relationship and put health and care Dave, back into healthcare. That's our plan. Well, I think that's really a great plan. But let me ask you a question. In their approach to you, you know, I know how scientific discourse works. In fact, when I used to teach uh, dissertation techniques, research techniques to uh, graduate students working on their dissertations, we use medical modeling as a profile. So I'm pretty familiar with the subject. And, and what I'm wondering is, did they not approach you and say, hey, we have concerns on one, two, and three. How would you respond to these concerns? And did you have an honest dialogue with them about the scientific facts? No, not at all. In fact, what's interesting is there's something called the Administrative Procedural Acts, which was, was put into law in the 1940s. It is a protection against citizens and businesses against the federal government for wrongful malicious prosecution they're supposed to go through a step-by-step process uh like you just said they're supposed to send me a letter saying hey we're concerned about what you said and here's this and then they're supposed to set up a dialogue so that we can have back and forth conversations i can show them the data show them the science show them what's going on they did not do that uh i found out about the lawsuit through a uh, associated press release that, that, um, that's how I found out I was being, being, you know, sued by the government. They served the papers to our, uh, our attorneys while I was out of town. Uh, and that's how we found out. And instead of going through the normal, uh, process of, of, you know, mitigating and talking about what concerns they've got and what concerns I've got, showing the science that backs up what we say, they went right to the federal, uh, uh, court system and filed a half a trillion dollar lawsuit against me and and Dave they did it for for obviously political reasons they did it to to try to intimidate the scare doctors to to put that um, you know fear in people's minds that if you if you speak out against the you know the the narrative that they're going to come after you so no they did not follow the practices and by the way you you know academic research we've already shown the federal government over 103 studies specifically on the benefits of, of vitamin D for SARS-CoV-2 and COVID-19 symptoms, uh, over three dozen studies on the benefits of zinc uh, and, and COVID, uh, 24 randomized controlled double-blind studies as well, which is even more than the FDA's standard. Um, and, and when we showed them all this and we said, look, when are you going to lose your enthusiasm for this case? They literally said to us, we've chosen Dr. Naputi, which, by the way, is a form of targeting. They chose me uh, and didn't go after anybody else for the same you know, claims that we're, we're saying and, and, and information we're giving. And they said, look, we've drawn our sword against Dr. Naputi. We're not putting our sword away until there's blood on the sword. So, you know, I was really excited at first to talk to the government about the data and research that we had because they clearly – quite honestly, and all due respect, have no idea what the hell they're talking about. And so when we had the chance to show this to them, um, we were excited because I thought this is a great opportunity to help the world. And and what they did was suppress and silence this data. And considering the fact that on November the 12th of 2022, a landmark study came out, uh, 600,000 people were studied through the United States Veteran Administrative numbers uh, the numbers were researched by John Hopkins scientists and others, 
And the scientists concluded that if doctors and politicians would have talked about the benefits, Dave, of vitamin D in the year 2020 alone, we could have prevented 4 million cases of COVID-19 and saved 116,000 Americans' lives just in the year 2020. So now not only is the government, uh, you know, liable of censorship, I mean, this censorship led to the death and suffering of our countrymen and women, and now they don't know what to do about this. And they're in a, the government's in a really particular spot, very curious spot with what's going on. They've delayed our court case now three times. Why, why, uh, they, let me ask you, why would they do that, in your opinion? You know, in my opinion, well, we were ready to go to trial in November. We, we had all of our stuff ready to go and thanks for the week of Thanksgiving. They decided to continue it until February. Then they just told the judge recently that they're not going to be ready to try the case in February, which we were ready to try it in, in January, or sorry, in November. And now they're going to push it all the way back to May of this year. Here's why. Let me just tell you that there have been two, um, highly influential people in the federal court system that have already told the federal government that they need to have an off-ramp for this case and they don't have a case against me. And, and if you know anything about the legal system, if you bring a case that does not have good faith that you can win a case in front of the court, that is also a violation. And they violated my civil rights, Dave. They violated uh, uh, my First Amendment freedom of speech. Uh, I've got tort claims against these folks. I mean, it is... It is not going to end well for the federal government on this. And, and I've been fighting these guys now for two years. I've spent $4 million in defense against them, $4 million. And I'm just a little doctor from central Missouri. And they are scared to death to talk about the science, to talk about the facts, and to talk about the mistakes that they made uh, in bringing this, this really, quite honestly, uh, frivolous lawsuit uh, to the courts. And... They, they, they jumped the gun. They, they prematurely went after me without having these conversations, and they're now going to be held liable for all of that, which is why they want nothing more than for me to settle with them, and we get settlement opportunities from the government all the time. So they've made settlement offers. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes, sir. Wow. Well, there's another violation in there I'm hearing, too. If they're using you, and you said targeting, and that's a good term, but there's also a 14th Amendment violation in there, too. If they're targeting you and there's other doctors out there saying similar things, and it's public, then that's malicious prosecution, isn't it? Well, do you mean like, for example, yes, it is malicious prosecution. You mean like, for example, if the Department of Defense put in their COVID-19 manual for how to take care of DOD members, including the armed forces, if in that uh, packet on believe 20 page 27 the third paragraph down it says that you need to look at vitamin d zinc and vitamin c levels and make sure that they're appropriate to minimize the the disease process you mean like that kind of of information or do you mean like the emails that we have from tony fauci on discovery that we've got that shows that fauci himself recommended 6,000 IUs a day for COVID-19 patients for vitamin D? Or do you mean the, the, the research paper that NIH funded that Tony Fauci signed off on that Dr. Peter uh, Barrick, or sorry, Dr. Ralph Barrick, the, the father of gain-of-function uh, therapy, uh, uh, did in 2010, showing that zinc is one of the most powerful nutrients to stop the virus from replicating? You mean stuff like that? Yeah, exactly. The answer is yes. Yeah. The answer is 100% yes. Yeah, well, their case fails right there. Well, not only does it fail there, it actually fails at the beginning. Listen to this. In, in April, on April 15th of 2021, the Department of Justice put out a fraudulent press release about me, and the press release said, and I'm paraphrasing it, but it said, and this was a quote from the director at the time of the FTC, uh, she said, the fact that the defendant, myself, claims that their products, vitamin D and zinc, can stand in for the approved vaccine is reprehensible. Well, let me say this. First of all, I never told anybody that if you take vitamin D and zinc, you don't need a vaccine. I told people that you don't need a vaccine if you don't want a vaccine, period, regardless of if you take vitamin D or zinc. I also told people that if you are vitamin D and zinc deficient and you do take a vaccine, that you're not going to be able to get the benefits of the antibodies because if you don't have vitamin D, that's one of the key components for antibody production in the body. So they lied about that. And by the way, that was April the 15th of 2021. Mm -hmm. Did you you know when the very first approved uh, uh, vaccine was put out? August 
of 2021. So that frivolous, or sorry, that, that fraudulent press release, Dave, was allowed to be picked up by my banks, and five of my banks debanked me because of the accusation of fraud that the DOD put out. Um, not only did five banks shut me down because of that, uh, the insurance companies that I provide uh, coverage with with my patients. You come into my practice, you've got Blue Cross Blue Shield, Cigna, Aetna, whatever. You now can no longer use your health insurance in my practice because I've been accused of fraud by the government. Um, they did this to myself. They did it to my wife. They shut down our bank accounts uh, because they didn't want us to have access to the funds to defend ourselves. They thought they could intimidate us, that we would go away quietly uh, with a little slap on the wrist and say, okay, government, I'm bowing my knee to you and kissing your ring. Well, they can kiss my butt. And I publicly told them that multiple times because I didn't commit fraud. They they censored the truth and people died because of that. So, And, and by the way, all this information, Dave, is on my website. If you go to fightwitheric.com, that's fightwitheric.com, all the data is there. All the research I just quoted uh, is there. There's there's opportunities for people to pray for me and my family every day. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. We already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water. With Dave.com, that's waterwithdave.com. Save $80 for a short time. Day there. Uh, there's opportunities to support our, 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 uh, uh, our financial, you know, uh, litigation costs. I mean, look, I've spent everything I own and then some to, to fight this thing because natural medicine is really on trial. This is not just about Dr. Naputi. This is natural medicine on trial. This is First Amendment freedom of speech on trial. If they were to prevail in this case, then potentially setting a precedent that doctors could only talk about what the state government or federal government tells them how to practice, well, that's practicing medicine without a license. It's just insane where we're at. It's just beyond insane. Yeah, I, I'm looking at this and, and I, I'm just overwhelmed at the uh, at the approach. More than just a lack of science on their part, they, they, I couldn't even begin to count the number of laws or constitutional violations here. It's just absolutely incredible. Um, when you go into court, um, are you seeking um, for them to pay your costs? Well, so here's the interesting thing that most people don't realize about the federal government. 
First of all, the answer is yes, but let me tell you this. It is almost impossible to to sue the federal government back. They have global immunity uh, on prosecution unless unless they violate either the the uh, administrative procedural act or a civil rights violation has occurred thank god uh they've done both of those to me so yes but what's interesting is the government either has to drop the case uh without prejudice uh which is a victory for me or uh, i have to win in front of a jury until that happens i cannot go back and press those charges against them and seek relief uh, not only am I going to go after my my legal fees of four plus million dollars, I've got documentation that they've they've cut at least fifteen million dollars of my income out. Um, they've they've ruined my reputation in the media. The the insurance companies will no longer allow patients to use their insurance in all of my practices, which is cutting millions of dollars a, a year away from our income and into the future. I mean, they've done everything they can to ruin my life. I can't even go out now and take out a loan. We tried to take out a loan. Uh, I've got a perfect credit score. We've got collateral uh, money in the bank, uh, and they I can't get a loan because the government now has us listed on the credit reports as a potential violation that we're going to owe them money. I mean, what they've done is disgusting. And in the world we're living in today, when people are concerned about potential, you know, uh, uh, this this digital currency that people are worried about where they could shut your money off, let me tell you, that's a real thing. They did that to me because I didn't agree with their politics. And by the way, I was right the entire time. And so it's a peculiar situation that we're in, and it's a peculiar situation that the federal government's in, especially considering the fact that all this data now has come out that shows collusion with the federal government, with weaponizing the FTC, the DOJ, the FBI, uh, using Twitter and social media to go after folks like me. And when we contacted Facebook, Twitter, and Google, uh, we got uh, documents from them showing that, yeah, the, that the government had reached out, that they were pressured to shut down our social media accounts. We were reaching 10 to 15 million people a week uh, on Facebook and social media alone until they completely shut all those all those avenues down. Um, it's literally burning of the books on a level that, that we've never seen before. So you had a lot of big media censorship, too, big tech censorship? Oh, massive. I mean, you know, people see me now when I go to the events and, and physical, you know, I'm physically there. and They're like, oh, my God, I'm so glad you're still alive. We used to see you every day, and now we can't find you. And what's wild is, you know, I've got an email list of a couple million people. When we send out an email, 99% of those are either undeliverable now or whenever somebody tries to open them, it says uh, that, that warning uh, this email contains information that is spam worthy, uh, either dis and misinformation or um, that, that may cause a problem with your software. So people are now not opening the, the material because of that global censorship that's happened. And, and by the way, uh, everybody knows this is happening now. And even Jim Jordan and the new Congress have come out and said that we're going to have a subcommittee on the weaponization of the federal government. I am the poster child of that subcommittee. So it's going to be interesting to see what comes out over the next couple of months. Um, and I guess, you know, I'm disappointed because I was ready to go to battle with the government. I, I wanted a fair fight. Uh, they keep delaying and dragging their feet in order just to try to bankrupt me. Um, and that's their only tactic. They're trying to just get me to, to say uncle and, and sign a, you know, uh, an agreement that I'll walk away. But all these agreements uh, are are gag order, and I don't want that. I can't have that, and I can't, as a physician, have the label of fraud because uh, I didn't do anything fraudulent, and they know that. So we're just fighting like crazy to to get to the promised land. So disappointed that we can't have a fair fight uh, in the judicial system uh, with with our um, you know with our opponent, the DOJ. Um, and it's really the FTC who's bringing this upon us. And by the way, you know the FTC is the trade and commerce regulators of, of our government, not the science uh, division. We have 
documentation from the FDA and the CDC that both say that it's not illegal or unethical uh, to recommend vitamin D and zinc during COVID on any level. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I've seen that. So, yeah. yeah, so the FTC's going out of their oath of office, uh, overreaching on something that they have no basis off of. And what's interesting is they don't have any science to support them. They only have one expert witness in this case. And listen to this. Their expert witness, a guy by the name of Dr. DeBerkey, who has never treated a COVID-19 patient in his life, um, and, and, and he's a researcher at the University of Washington, uh, Wash U in Missouri, and guess what we found out that, that the uh, court, or sorry, that the, um, uh, the FTC and DOJ forgot to mention to the judge. We did a private investigation on their expert witness, uh, and guess what? He took a $9 million grant from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation in 2020 oh to make my. vaccines. Yeah, You exactly. can't make this up. They do not want me to go to trial because of all of what I'm telling you right now. How did you find out, if you can tell us, that uh, they're looking for the off-ramp and that came from judges? I was in the room when the judge said it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> what specifically do you think the judge meant by an off-ramp? Dismiss the charges? No, no, no. They want, they want, so, so look, think about this. You know, you got the department, you got the justice branch, and you got the executive branch. And these are two big branches of government, right? And so, you know, there's kind of a good old boy's, uh, we're going to let you bring cases, and you're going to, you know, because we're both on the same team, supposedly. Well, this... In my opinion, this is my opinion. My opinion is I have a very fair judge in this case. I'm very excited about the judge that we have. I really, truly am. And I'm really excited to, to have a jury trial, to, to present all this information to the jury and, and to let a jury of my peers in my state of Missouri make a decision for us. But what, what we feel is that the judge doesn't want this trial to go into his, his, his courtroom because it's not going to end well for the government. There's obviously going to be political ramifications for it not going well. Um, this trial is going to make national news. It's going to make the, the FTC and DOJ look very, very, very bad, regardless of the outcome of the case, uh, and they know that. Um, and there's going to be a lot of long-term collateral damage because of this. And this case will set precedent of what happens when you go after doctors uh, without substantiated claims. So it, it, there, there's a lot of really positive stuff that's going to come out of this, and quite honestly, Dave, we've got all the science on our side. We've got the political procedures, or sorry, the, the, the procedures that they violated. Uh, we've got a ton of ammunition to go back after the, um, the, the, the DOJ and FTC on to get, you know, to get made whole about this. But the long-term ramifications, again, are just not going to be good for the government. It's not going to look good at all for them. Because of the carryover to other cases? Yeah, because of because because they overstepped, and the fact that now people are aware, pu there's public knowledge now with with all the public, and on mainstream media is even talking about it that there's a weaponization of the bureaucratic agencies, the FTC, the DOJ, the the FBI. We know that's happening, and people are waking up to it. And so at first I was upset that this case was dragging on, but now the more and more uh, it drags on, the more and information comes out into the public eye that not only vindicates me but goes oh my gosh we got to make this hurt so bad uh to the government that this never happens again so it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out i have no interest in a settlement at all none um i've paid the price of admission uh to get to um, my day in court and you know our, our our constitution guarantees that anybody who gets sued for more than twenty five dollars has the ability to take their claim to court and be heard in front of a, a judge and a jury. And here I am, two years later, being bled dry financially. It's the only it's the only resource that the government has to beat me, and I want my right to a speedy trial. So hopefully the judge holds the line, and 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 we go to to trial in May of this year. Okay, that's that's. I think that's fair enough. In July, that's what they're. They'll delay it again. Um, well, we'll see. Yeah, I we'll think see. they will delay it again because there's other things coming. Uh, what was the uh, agency of origination that came after you? The Federal Trade Commission. Interesting. And they said, that, listen to this. They said that I violated the COVID Consumer Protection Act. Which do you know where that came from? No, I have no idea. Okay, do you remember in 2020 when there was that 3,000-page omnibus bill that that uh, that Trump 
was was essentially forced to sign to keep uh, the COVID money going and to keep us paycheck protection and try to keep the economy going and yes. all these mm-hmm. 3,000 pages that nobody read. And we found out later that they gave money to all these foreign countries and they were studying like trout reproduction in Iran. I mean, just all this ignorant stuff. There's one paragraph in that uh, 3,000 page bill that said if anybody uses fraud or fear to profit during COVID, then the federal government come after them with, with, um, you know, all guns a blazing, which by the way, Dave, I support that. I support that if you lie to people and, and cause harm and profit, that's a big problem. Kind of like if, you know, I don't know if like Pfizer and Moderna were to tell people that, I don't know, if you get these shots that you won't get infected in the first place and that you won't uh, spread the virus. And if you don't get the shot, you're going to kill grandma. Well, that was a lie. And they didn't even study that. And Pfizer made a hundred billion dollars so far that we know of. Moderna's done seventy five billion dollars that we know of since the pandemic started. Those are clear violations of the COVID Consumer Protection Act. Um, and, and mine's not. You see. I've been studying vitamin D and zinc and the use of it in boosting the immune system for over two decades. And remember, from 20, from 2003 until 2019, when SARS-CoV-1 uh, and then turned into SARS-CoV-2 was out there, we had almost 20 years to study, um, you know, how to get ready for the next virus and what to do with the immune system. And study after study after study showed that the immune system being healthy really is the key for all of this. And even though mainstream medicine didn't know it because they weren't studying that, doctors like myself had been, and we'd been helping uh, patients for decades with these safe and effective protocols to help them mitigate flu and cold symptomatology. I've never once said taking vitamin D and zinc cures COVID. It, hell, it don't even cure a cold, but it helps your body do what it's supposed to do so that you don't have the increased risk of of infections, uh, of severity, and of, of death and disease. And the bottom line, Dave, is this, is that the federal government suppressed information that led to the death and destruction of, of our economy, of our citizens, and honestly, the global uh, community, and it was unnecessary. And here's why we believe that they did that. Are you familiar with the emergency use authorization? Yes. Okay, so the for your listeners, the emergency use authorization was, was given... Uh, to the FDA uh, by Congress and said, you can go fast track uh, a, a treatment uh, for COVID-19. However, there's a 16 checkpoint criteria that has to be met. And one of them is that there cannot be any recognized therapeutic treatment prevention or reputable uh, therapy out there for uh, COVID-19 symptoms or disease, i.e. ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, mm-hmm. zinc, vitamin D, etc. So the fact that they... They put this law out there, which I believe, we believe, was enacted by Big Pharma to protect Big Pharma's interests. Um, if, because if they recognize vitamin D or zinc or ivermectin or anything as a preventative or a treatment for COVID-19, then they lose the emergency use authorization and they have to go through the normal uh, eight to ten year process of bringing a vaccine to market, which they should have to do anyway. Because now we're seeing all the increases in deaths, all the increases in infections, all the the fact that the data now shows that the more shots a person gets, the more chances of infection they have, not to mention the myocarditis and pericarditis and infertility that we're now seeing studies on that would have normally been through that process if we would have gone through the normal process of you know figuring this out. So we believe, I believe, that this is all about protecting the emergency use authorization. It's not about health. It's not about health care. It's not about protecting you or me, the people. It's about protecting the money that goes through the government and goes through Big Pharma. Yeah, let me ask you about the emergency authorization, because I want to see how far it goes with ignoring science. Uh, the lack of human subjects, the lack of replicability, uh, that, those were two major concerns I had, and they very The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Uh, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges.
previously ignored this in the mainstream media. Uh, and, and as I did my own research, I found out that they were very lacking scientifically. Does that Emergency Authorization Act, does that give them permission to just violate science in the two ways I mentioned? Yes, yeah, so not only does it does it give them permission to violate science in those ways, it gives complete blanketed immunity. So if somebody were to, like if Pfizer comes out and goes, hey, you know what, um, you're right, it does kill all these people, or you know what, it doesn't work, it, it, they have immunity against prosecution lawsuits and, and problems in the future uh, with this monetarily, and they're not going to go to jail over this. So it protects them, and it protects the providers. So the doctors who are giving these shots out or using the medications, because things like Paxlovid and Remdesivir and all these treatments and tests that are out there for COVID are all underneath the emergency use authorization. So so when that, when that uh, emergency use, which, by the way, Biden just extended, uh, it was January the 11th, the public health emergency was set to end again, and he just extended it again for another 90 days in order for them to continue to still kill and rape and pillage. And that's what this has all been about. So you're 100% spot on with your assessment of the EUA. Uh, I don't even know how this passed an ethics review, uh, much less a legal review. This is not science. This is let's, let's throw something in a syringe and hope it works and doesn't kill people. Uh, how soon do you think the uh, government, some agency of the government, whether it be the CDC or the FDA or whoever, how soon did they know they had a problem on their hands? Have you been able to pinpoint that? Well, I will tell you this. I mean, it's common knowledge that that when when the FOIA request came out from. Pfizer actually to the FDA to release the Pfizer documents uh, showing that they didn't do these studies, that they knew about hundreds of potential adverse effects. They knew this during the first couple weeks of their trials. And not only that, Dave, but they knew that they tried to make an mRNA vaccine back in 2003 and, and for SARS-CoV-1, and all the animals died when they were exposed to the virus in real life after they couldn't even get it to human trials because mRNA technology has not been successful. So they'd known from the beginning that there were problems. But remember, the, the FDA said, hey, we're not going to give you guys this info for 75 years. Like that was one of those are you kidding me moments that 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 quite honestly got swept under the rug because people have been living in so much fear and the propaganda is so strong and by the way, it's legal to do propaganda in the United States, and it has been since 2012, since Obama repealed the Smith-Munt Act. So, you know, if people don't know all these things that have led up to this point, they're just kind of, you know, they're, they're kind of living in fear, and, and they're, also, they're also listening to the only voice they can hear. And the only voice they're hearing now is people saying, safe and effective, go get these shots, everything's fine, even though people are dying all around them. And, and the reason that's the reason why they suppressed myself and, and, and voices like yours and others that are out there. Well, that's interesting here. Um, I don't know if your lawyers have weighed in on this or you can talk about it because it could be a strategy, but doesn't fraud negate immunity agreements? Yeah, it does. So so that's the one thing that, that can can pierce the veil of immunity is if there is true fraud they knowingly withheld info they knowingly did this and we already know what their um their response to that is going to be uh hey sorry we're in a pandemic and we're just doing the best we can to try to help people and that's what they're going to say they're already asking dave i mean how many organizations have already asked for immunity from the way that they responded during covid during the pandemic. I mean, everybody from the teachers unions down to the AMA, all these places have asked for immunity. And I guarantee you there's been some backroom conversations between the teachers unions that were forcing one thing when they got told, because you know the public health measures forced the teachers unions to do that. It wasn't their own decision to do it. And so when they go back to the people that forced them to do this, and they say, hey, how can you protect us on this? And they go, hey, sorry, you know, you guys... You guys chose to do this. So you, you, you know, you wet your own bed, you're going to have to sleep in it. So it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out and weighs out. But what's wild is how many organizations and groups are really in on it. Can you expand on that last comment? Yeah. What I mean by in on it, I don't mean like from a nefarious standpoint. Like, for example, 
Let's say, let's give an example, in my opinion, of like the teachers' unions. Why would the teachers' unions force vaccinations and force masking and force social distancing and force all these other things that are out there? Why would they do that? Well, they're not going to make that decision on their own. They're teachers and they're educators. And so they're going to get advice from the public health officials. So, so as a teachers' union, they're going to say, look, this wasn't our decision. We're actually taking advice from a higher authority that we feel it's the public health authority. And so we don't have, you know, we're not liable for the actions we took because the public health authorities of the state said this is what we should do. Well, now the public health authorities of the state go to the public health authorities of the CDC and, and NIH and NID. That's where they take their orders from HHS and et cetera. So we're already seeing where NIH, CDC, FDA, and HHS are already passing the buck. And, you know, CDC says, well, we're just listening to the Health and Human Services. And Health and Human Services is saying, well, we're just listening to the FDA. And so nobody's taking responsibility, and everybody thinks they're protected because Big Brother, the higher authority above them, said this is what you should do. So the house of cards is falling, not from the top down, but from the bottom up. And, and we're already seeing the ramifications of, look at what happened to the hospital systems. I mean, we have, what, 7,000 nurses on strike in New York right now. We had a huge lawsuit that was just won in Chicago, $10.8 million lawsuit that was won uh, by the, the men and women that were fired because they didn't want to take this experimental shot during COVID. I mean, it, it's, I believe that 2023 is going to be the year of, of well, I think a lot of, a lot of people are going to be remedied. I think a lot of people are going to have, um, you know, uh, made whole. Um, there's still a lot of lawsuits that are coming down the pipe, but I think a lot of things are going to really break through and break free in 2023, and 24 is going to be an interesting political year to see what's going to happen with the new regime change and, and, and who we're going to vote for and all this stuff. But but I believe this is a very big political deal, and I don't think I don't think that that most of these organizations did it from a nefarious standpoint. They just didn't know what to do, and they were in such a fear state that their frontal lobe was shut off, and they're like, "Look, I'm not going to make a decision. I'm just going to listen to what I think the authorities are telling us what to do." And remember, these authorities they don't make policy. There were no rules about mandates. There were no laws about about uh, uh, masking. There were none of that. They were all suggestions. And even CDC, FDA, NIH have all come out and HHS and said, look, we just made recommendations. We didn't make policies. These are just recommendations. So it's really wild if you think about it, and it really goes back to the lack of leadership on all those levels as far as I'm concerned. Well, I think it does, too. And at some point I'm wondering, will some um, judge, some appellate judge, uh, enjoying the various lawsuits together? That's a good question. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, there's so much political stuff that goes with with um, with all these lawsuits and with everything that's out there. And so many of these judges that are appointed for life, you know, it, it's there's a lot of politics that plays into the judicial system. Justice is not blind. It's not right or wrong. I mean, it's totally not. And I see that now more than ever. I mean... To, to, to be accused of fraud, which is something that is vi- by the government. I mean, let me tell you this. If you've ever seen a lawsuit that says United States of America versus your name, that's, it don't get any scarier than that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's the worst. And when you show them all the data, all the science, and they even admit that they've overreached, but yet there's no remedy to it, like that is what's scary. And I want to remind all of your listeners that, that remember the government is is by the people, of the people, and for the people. These are our neighbors, our family members, people we went to school with that are in the, the government. Like, they're no special superhuman, super brainiac people. These are people that get caught up in a corrupt system, and the only way to fix the problem is to fix the corrupt system because if we put good people into a broken system, it's not going to work out. We're still going to get the same end result, which is more crap, more destruction, and etc. So we've got to have a fundamental reset of the way that we do everything in America, and we've got to get back to our constitutional rights of, of, of freedom, of, of your ability to, to the pursuit of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Like, we have so many constitutional violations that have happened over the last three years, and still none of these have been vetted out totally through the court system yet. I mean, look at churches were shut down. I mean, that's a First Amendment. You know, we're supposed to be able to gather, and 
and to, to, to practice our religion. And a freaking pandemic can't stop that if we want to do it. It's our Constitution, God-given right. No person can take that away from us, but we complied. And that was the problem. And quite honestly, I'm really disappointed in the American public because their level of compliance was so high. They just, they didn't even say why, they just jumped. Cognitive dissonance on display. I totally agree with you. Yeah, useful ignorance. Yeah, let me tell you where, and and listen, your case is strong, it's obviously strong, but let me tell you what concerns me. It's the arrogance in the judicial system. And, and here's what I mean by this. Uh, I, I'm one of two people. If you want to know about voter fraud in Maricopa County in Arizona where I live, I'm the guy. I've done public appearances. I've done media shows on it. And it's rampant. And it's easy to prove when we get election officials calling out government officials for voter suppression in the last election. And yet this went to judges, and they made rulings like, well, you didn't prove your case in your filing. It wasn't that they didn't get past Rule 8 for summary judgment. It's simply that these people said, you didn't prove your case. Well, that's not where you prove your case, but it shows judicial complicity in the corruption. And what I'm concerned about for your benefit and the benefit of other people who are bringing legitimate cases is the same judicial corruption is going to be in play. What, what's your opinion on that? Well, I, I agree. I mean, I, I, I'm seeing it firsthand. Um, they don't want to admit that they made mistakes. And here's the reality is one of the reasons why they don't want to admit that, that they made a mistake is because it's the government that, that still, unfortunately, the majority of the world believes is there to help them and there to protect them, and the government admits they were wrong. Now it's going to cause people to question uh, what else were they wrong about, and they'll lose control if they do that. This is all about power and control. So I believe it's a concerted effort to keep that power and keep that control going, but, but the reality also, the reality also is if we don't change, uh, Dave, we're not, it's, America as we know it is is gone and changed forever as far as I'm concerned. But we have an opportunity in our generation to help reestablish a government by the people, for the people, and of the people. And most people forget that in our in our in our uh, our, our contract, if you will, between a citizen and the government, which is our Declaration of Independence and our Constitution, it says that if a government becomes tyrannical, then it is the duty of the people to reinstate a government that's by the people, of the people, and for the people. Why have we not done that? Hmm. That's that's my big concern. Well, let me, let me speak to my other academic backgrounds in the field of psychology, and I used to be a practitioner, and I can think I can answer that pretty clearly. Uh, first of all, Americans have had 250 years almost of continuity of government, nearly two and a half centuries, and we've always got through crisis. And people are underestimating the crisis that are here now. And I think 50% of the people in this country are still asleep, but they're waking up. And when they wake up, they'll be ignorant of processes because they're uninvolved in government processes. My fear is is that when they wake up, the government's going to get what they don't expect or what they don't want. And that's a violent reaction from the masses, not from people like me that are trying progressive change within the system. But they're going to see people who can't feed their kids. Uh, they can't trust medicine. They can't trust government. Government. They they mistrust everything and they go violent very quickly. I think they're going to go zero to sixty, and that's my fear for what's coming. I couldn't agree with you anymore. I mean, look, Dave. I don't know how to say this other than we are clearly moving into a socialist slash communist regime type of a model where where we don't have the control. And 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 what's so sad is that man. So many people are just asleep to that. And quite honestly, I was as well up until about two years ago. And, and I would say that I'm pretty awake to what's happening in the world now. But the average Joe and Jane out there are now starting to, have to ask the question of, well, hey, wait a minute. My kids are learning things in school that I don't want them to be learning. And hey, by the way, they can't balance a checkbook and some kids can't even tell time on a clock. Yeah, I know. And, and, and oh, by the way, Wow, my property tax has just doubled. What's that all about? And oh, by the way, I used to order something on Amazon and I would get it in a day and now it takes two weeks. And oh, by the way, you know, all these things are starting to wake people up, but they still don't understand the root cause. And, and this really is evil versus good. It, this is not just about policies. 
This is about principalities and rulers in high dark places. And, and until people realize that and understand that, we're never going to change the dial. That's my opinion on it. No, I couldn't agree with you more. I think that that's definitely where we're at. And it's, it's very, very disturbing. This is why if you see trial in July, I'll be shocked. And the reason I say that is because the momentum that's gathering against the government and the weaponization of the agencies of enforcement against individual citizens like yourself, they they don't want to add fuel to the fire. And the other thing, too, I've been wondering, too, as you've been talking about this, has mem- have any members of Congress, uh, the GOP in the House, uh, since they're going to investigate this topic, have they reached out to you or your legal team? So there's not a whole lot I can say about that other than yes. Okay, you answered my question. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Okay, well, they should. You're the poster child for this. You know, when I saw the amount that you were being sued for, I thought thought the other side had uh, attorneys that were on LSD. I had yeah. never seen something so outrageous, and and as you explained it here, uh, they came up with what twelve million counts. So yes. are they are they saying your verbalizations to private patients is that part of the count that they're making against you? So we asked them that question, and guess what their response was? We'll get back to you. Well, it's been two years. Um, we also asked them because this is a supposed civil violation. And there's supposed to be, you know, um, uh, people that have been injured. If there's a civil penalty that should be assessed, we said, would you please, uh, you know, give us a, a list of the produce a list of the of the people that have been injured. There's been zero. So the only thing that's potentially been injured is the emergency use authorization. And and by the way, I mean, just again, think about this. The FTC does not have scientific authority. They have to go by what the CDC and the FDA says. And the FDA and CDC both have been on the public record saying that it's not illegal, not uh, uh, unethical, not immoral to recommend vitamin D and zinc for COVID-19 or any of COVID-19 symptomatology. So the FTC is literally going to be holding the bag going, crap, we overreached. But then once we, my, our goal is to win or get the dismissal so that I can get discovery against the FTC and the White House the DOJ, I want all the emails, I want to know who, not just the group, but I want to know who the person that signed off on this was, I want to know why they chose Eric Naputi and not the tens of thousands of other people, including Tony Fauci, that recommend vitamin D and zinc, I want to know the reasons why, I want to know how much money was spent on on uh, investigating me on this, I want to know, because it's taxpayers' money, they've got seven DOJ attorneys that are on this case, seven for two years. How many millions of dollars is that? They have a woman, God bless her, that listens to every word that I say that dictates and types out everything that I say on every social media and radio platform that's out there. And how much have they wasted uh, of this? So it's going to be interesting to see where we're at and and, and what's going on. Do you know her name? Uh, I believe her first name was Debbie, but I I don't know her last name. One of the ladies apparently quit. There were two of them. One quit and worked somewhere else. So we're really looking forward to having a conversation with her. Well, let me just say hello to Debbie, and uh, yeah. I hope we've kept you busy here in this interview. And, we have. Uh, uh, and it's okay for me to ask probative legal and medical questions because I'm an interviewer, so don't show up at my door. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's well, listen, I, I've always been waiting for the shoe to drop, particularly on election fraud. You know, the day in 2021, after I studied the 2020 election, I came out with five findings, and some of it was from inside sources from from government workers that went public. And I published it, and within hours, 13 of my colleagues were were, uh, contacted by various people connected to the audit that Arizona held, which was a fraud. And they said, if you listen to Dave Hodges, blah, 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 these things are going to happen to you. And one person, Paul Preston, was even told, Dave Hodges is going to get you killed. So I felt the wrath of of, uh, state officials with regard to the audit. So I can only imagine what you're going through with the feds because they're ten times worse. Well, they are, but but the level of, and and, and I'm just going to say this again, the level of, of ignorance that they have is preposterous. They didn't know the DOD recommended. They didn't know that doctors across the globe recommended. They didn't know Fauci recommended vitamin D and zinc. They thought that I came up with this as a unique idea. All I'm doing is reading the science and literature and educating people on it. So, 
it's it's just sad. You know, let, let me throw into something else at you. Here's what I've seen a lot with government agencies in their in their incestuous relationship with industry. Uh, you'll retire from an industry and go to work for a government agency that regulates an industry, or vice versa. And I'm wondering how many FTC people came out of big pharma and vice versa. Sure, sure. Well, I mean, look at look at what just happened with Scott Gottlieb, Dr. Gottlieb, who was the former director of the FDA, who now is on Pfizer's board, uh, uh, chairman of the board. And we now have emails because of Elon's Twitter dumps that, that Gottlieb reached out to uh, Twitter and other uh, social media networks and told them to suppress and censor information and that was negative for the COVID narrative. I mean, that is horrible. Horrible that's happened. I know. That's why your case will be public information unless they reach a sealed agreement. And that's why I'd be surprised. They're going to string this out. This is my prediction. Okay, so we'll take this to Vegas. I think they're going to string this out, and then they'll dismiss the charges. And that really kind of limits your ability to recoup damages. Yeah, yeah. Well, it does, except for if they drop the case, uh, depending upon how they drop it, we still have the... The APA uh, guidelines that they violated, and we still have the civil rights violations that they violated. So we're still going to pursue those regardless, which is, again, the reason why I'm truly not interested in, in the settlement. Is your, is your, I'm not are, in this for money. Are your banks still discriminated against you? Yes. See, there's a cause of action there, too. Uh, and and they they went to my my medical boards in my state and complained to the medical boards, and so the boards investigated me multiple times because of that, and they shut down our credit card processing because of that, and uh, the insurance carriers that normally, I mean, for 20 years, I've been able to have our patients use health insurance in our practice, and now they no longer cover any of the services because we're under prepayment investigation because of the fraud accusations. I've got a lot of causes in multiple scenarios. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's absolutely incredible there, the last string that you just read off here. Uh, yeah, they probably wish they hadn't done it, but see, yep. I know they're acting as an agent of Big Pharma, and that's why I brought up the incestuous relationship I found in other agencies, and i, I got to believe it exists here, too, with the FTC. I don't think it's something you can make a legal case about, but it explains their motivation, why they'd come after you, and my hunch is they just closed their eyes and threw a dart at the dartboard, and name came up well i'll tell you i think it's a little higher than that because the reason i mean we have the twitter files have clearly said that there are communications going back and forth between social media and the white house uh telling them to throttle uh highly influential scientists and doctors and remember i was reaching you know 10 to 15 million people a week on social media some of our videos had 30 million hits before they shut us down I think that was a big reason. That's it. That's the reason. Yeah, that's something that was unknown to me, and that's the reason right there. No question. They have to suppress you. Well, you've got a lot of good work out there, too, and people are going to hear this and say, okay, I didn't know it was this bad. That will probably be about maybe 25% of my audience. So tell them how they can follow your good work and find out more. So I would encourage you, there's two places you can go. Number one is fightwitheric.com. That's fightwitheric.com. All of our interviews and our case uh, updates are all on that website. And there's a place where, you know, if God puts it on your heart to help us get through this, you know, I'm fighting for all of us. And, and you know, I've spent everything I've got and then something to, to get us to the promised land. And I, I really need help. Uh, and then our, my personal website, which is ericnaputi.com. That's E-R-I-C. N-E-P-U-T-E dot com. That's ericnaputi dot com. Both of those sites, people can come follow us on. That's absolutely fantastic here. Um, What is the statute of limitations on this? Do you you know? You know, it's a really interesting interesting conversation because they told me that, that there's two years that I have from the time that the government filed against me, from the time that I have to actually file recourse against them. However, because there's continued fraud and et cetera, it just keeps adding to that two years. So we don't know exactly – because, listen, this is not a cut and dry. This is I'm the first case that's ever been brought up about the COVID Consumer Protection Act. But here's what's interesting, and you'll understand this as a lawyer. They originally were coming after me hardcore to try to set a precedent. Well, guess what? As soon as the public health emergency is over, there never will be a COVID-19 consumer case brought up again because it's only valid during the pandemic, only valid during the pandemic. So they truly don't have to set a precedent because there won't be anything moving forward that's going to be the same legal, you know, uh, uh, background. So 
we don't know. Our attorneys don't know. The DOJ doesn't know. And what's really sad is I'm paying and you're paying for their knowledge. You know, it's our taxpayers' dollars. They don't care how much is being spent on this. They get their paycheck and they get to sleep at night no matter what. It's people like me that are suffering, uh, that are struggling. My family, God bless them. Thank God we have amazing, you know, people around us and God is protecting us. But it's sad what they've done. They tried to destroy an American who all they want to do is help people. Well, that's the name of the Uniparty running our government right now. That's their game. They don't they don't seek to win. They seek to destroy. And uh, as you write the book, and I know a book is coming, uh, yep. we're going to have you back on. And as developments occur, too, feel free to contact us, and we'll get you back on the air. We've been talking with Dr. Eric Deputy. Uh He's fighting for you, folks, and he deserves your support. Visit his sites. Uh, Eric, thanks for visiting with us, and we look forward to you uh, having a victory. Thank you. Appreciate you, Dave. Be well. Take care. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.